Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book. And don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the Welcome show. Welcome to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. You're here with Ola and Jay. Hello. And Bette. Hello. Hello. And we have a guest. We have Mel from Bang Book Club. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Um, so good. So good to have you back. Very exciting. It's good to be back. I, I, I've lost count. What is, is this number? Third time. Third? Is it third? Okay. You're our most guested guest. <laughs> Okay, that's You've awesome. Been here the most. That is a yeah. huge honor. I will take that title. <laughs> yeah. You're Three now time officially a girl who reads porn. Read po- yeah, you are officially a girl who reads porn. There you go. There you go. I have a story to tell you guys before we get started. And I found out this story less than 12 hours ago and I've been holding it in and I don't know how I have. It's the <laughs> best story I've ever heard. I have a new housemate. He's a fucking thirst trap ass Betty. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like he makes like he she... makes TikTok thirst traps. Like that's what he does. Yeah, he does. Like it's, it's absurd. Okay, well was, I've gonna... shared his what you've you shared the link? You've shared the link? No, I'll I'll share it with you. Don't worry. Okay. I'll show you everything. But like I've shared it with some authors and now they want to use his face on books. Like he's, Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, this is <laughs> and his voice as well for audiobooks because he's just like he's the all he's an all rounder right but he brought this chick home yesterday and I was telling her that I was recording today she's like I've got a story for you to tell on the podcast you're gonna die oh my god when I heard this story I almost fucking passed out it was the best thing I've ever heard so she's like my dad who's separated from her mom and my partner at the time and I were out in Circular Quay which is like where the Harbour Bridge is in the Opera House and My dad's like texting heaps and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, who are you texting? And she looks over his shoulder and his friend messaged him and he was like, send me a link to your book. Send me a link to your book. And she's like, you wrote a book? Like, what's your book? Send me a link. What what are you talking about? What is this book? She looks his name up on mine and he writes male gay erotica. She found out her dad was gay through Google. Oh my God. (laughs) Erotica. Dude, that's kind of sweet. What a story. I thought it was amazing. I was like, holy shit, you found out through Kindle Unlimited that your dad is gay. Are his books good? I don't I'm fine to get I'm getting all the names <laughs> and shit so that we can go through them. They're like male erotica short stories. Well, yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we need to know about what those are. Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, that's the best way to find out that your dad is gay. Yeah. It's kind of like really wholesome. Not? And an yeah. author. Uh, yeah, yeah. Author, it's like a bonus on top of everything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Anyway, I wanted to share that. Anyways, what are we doing today? We asked Mel. Mel, what do you want to read? And Mel has been going off about these books in the fucking bang book club. And um, they are Fractured Secrets and Fractured... No, Virtuous Light. Virtuous Light. Oh, and Virtuous Light by Hayley Jenner. Like just like a little and they're amazing. side thing from that. Um, I was scrolling through Facebook the other day and I saw that um one of 
Mel's admins on her page and posted something while Mel was in like Facebook jail. And well, Mike... no, that was from a different Facebook page. It was from Smarthood. It was like, and she posted something saying like all of Mel's boyfriend, like fictional boyfriends, are now mine. And I was like laughing my <laughs> ass off. And one of the fictional boyfriends is from the books that we're reading. Yeah, love it. Correct. Yeah, the, there's a funny story behind that, and it it's literally. It started with the character from uh, Fractured Secrets and Hayley Jenner. So me and her, her name is Samantha, and she runs a different group. So she, I run Bang and she, Bang Book Club, and she runs the Smut Hood. Um, and so we kind of we both read the book, um, and obviously we started, you know, that that fight over who he belonged to, <laughs> and so it kind of became this thing. And then it's it's kind of trickled into both of our groups. And yeah, I. I landed myself in Facebook jail. Um, oh, awesome. and, and yeah, so while I was in Facebook jail and couldn't post and couldn't comment, she decided to go into to my group bang and run amok. So. <laughs> so what did you do in retaliation? So in retaliation, when I got out of Facebook jail, when I, you know, my sentence was over, um, I put her into a timeout so I suspended her profile <laughs> from the group she couldn't comment she couldn't post and so yeah it was a fun little you know just a little battle back and forth harmless but it was you know for entertaining hopefully for everybody that was kind of watching us go back and forth with each other my favorite part was the screenshots at the end once you blocked her and she's like unblock me you heathen <laughs> <laughs> It was funny because I didn't actually tell her that I was going, I didn't tell her I was going to do it. So as soon as I got out, I went into the group and as an admin, I'm allowed to, we can basically, um, you know, with the members, we can, it's called suspend, I think. So I suspended her from being able to, to do anything in the group. And I just kind of waited to see how long it would take for her to notice that she couldn't do anything, which it didn't take long. And then next thing I know, my, she sent me a text message and was like, what the hell? Like, this, is bullshit. this is outrageous. Yeah, she was it was so much fun. Yeah, I had a good laugh. That's, Amazing. That is fun. Okay, so um I'm just gonna read the blurbs out for both. Mm-hmm. Straight good. up. Yeah? Yeah. Not do one and then the other because otherwise we're gonna be here for ten years. Alright, so virtuous lies. Bianca Rossi is the perfect mafia daughter, a good girl. She does what she's told. She knows her value in the family, the key to peace with the Chicago outfit. But when her sister's safety is threatened, she'll do everything in her power to protect her. She knows that she may pay for her lies with her life, and it's a risk she's willing to take. Forced into matrimony with the family's enforcer, Bianca begins to realize that not it's not all as it seems. Lies begin to unfurl, and the line between lust and love is blurred. Hearts and loyalties are tested. <laughs> I, I love this blur. <laughs> so good. Um, lies may be a commonplace in the underworld, but rarely as they are virtuous as but rarely as are they as virtuous as hers. <sighs> her heart is good, and but her husband may very well break it right after he claims it. Naughty. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fractured secrets. Let's spread it. Gabriella Ferrari is new to the mafia life. Following the devastating loss of her mother and with no other options, Gabriella seeks out the morally grey men her mother begged her to avoid. 
A family found in mourning, Gabriella struggles to live with the confines of fractured secrets her mother bestowed upon her. She's traded one prison for another, yet while protecting her life is a reality she's all too familiar with, guarding her heart has never crossed her mind. I fucking love blurbs. They're so dramatic. <laughs> they Sorry. are. <laughs> I'm just like reading this going, wow, I want to read this. But I did. Um, standing at the altar, forcefully betrothed to one man, she pledges her life to another. Oh, a man she despises. Yes her brother's best friend and the head of the family. Lorenzo Caruso may be a boss, but she'd sooner stomp on her own heart than hand it to him, even if she does like the way he made her feel behind closed doors. Ooh. Up for the challenge <laughs> and accustomed to what he wants, Lorenzo is determined to hold the little liar's heart in his hands before she even realises it's missing. The question is, what does he plan to do with it once he's claimed it? Shit, yeah. I swear to God, it's like an episode of Bold and the Beautiful reading, but <laughs> of like any book. Fuck, man. What are we rating at? I'm rating both in the five. Oh, yeah. Easy. Hands yeah. down. It was no so questions. engaging. I read them so both engaging. like within, it took me less than 24 hours to read them both because I just couldn't stop. Ditto. I finished it half an hour ago. <laughs> Good for you, Ola. <laughs> okay, I had to go get a Krugel. It's a whole thing. I had to go get a Krugloff, whatever they're called, because I'm going to a dairy-free, gluten-free household tonight. And, only, and they, like, sell out at a certain time. So that's why I was so stressed out and tried to push the, this, like, an hour further. Because I'm, like, standing outside this Jewish bakery going, if anyone takes my Krugloff, I'm going to knock them out. <laughs> it's the only dairy-vegan thing that I fucking like. It's a dairy-free vegan thing. Yeah, so good. So that's why I finished it half an hour ago again. Yeah, this is becoming a habit for you. It's not good. But I'm so excited that you guys all loved both books. That is amazing. amazing. I really found like it breathed like a breath of fresh air into Into the mafia genre. Like it's been a while since I've really been that engaged with a mafia one. And fuck, it was good. I think the only other one that I've been like super obsessed with with mafia, who wrote next? Serena Ackroyd, but that was MC. No, no, no. But it turns into a mafia. Oh, yeah. Because there's like 30 books, right? So she joins like three different worlds and you have to read them all in order between like the MC and the mafia stuff. What do you mean? We literally read the Italian King's Duet and you didn't stop talking about it for weeks. I was obsessed with that too. Yeah. But (laughs) I fucking love mafia books. I read a Greek mafia book and I thought I was going to die. It was the best thing ever. And now I can't find it. Oh, and I really you not keep to track of it, it on your Goodreads? You should have kept track of it. It's there somewhere, but I read like 300 books last year, so I don't know. Buried in the stacks. Yeah. Um, series was amazing. Let's talk about our favorite things. Our favorite. Are we, I only thought of my favorite things for the second one because... I'm like Lorenzo Caruso is amazing. Because fucking Lorenzo, yeah. And also the the second one, what's my favorite? So what was your favorite thing in the second one? Oh, my favorite my favorite (laughs) part was that the book didn't end when they got married. It wasn't like an insta love happily ever after. There was still more shit to go on and it made me feel so fulfilled and made me so satisfied. I feel like when you read a book sometimes and they get married in like the epilogue or like right in the last chapter and then you're like, I just want to like see like what their life is like and you don't get it, but you got it with this. It was amazing. 
loved it. Hundo. I think my favorite thing in both of them is the same thing. And it's the guy's possessiveness, like how they would kill everyone but their women. Like it was just like, but it was absurd. It was like stupid. They were like shooting. Yeah. They were like, you don't agree with me? Bang, dead, bye. Well, I love that. Second, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it literally is the fact that I think both of our, their, the guys in the both books would literally steamroll through everybody. Bull in a yeah. china shop. Yeah. Yeah. It Destroy. Didn't matter. Yeah, exactly. So their own brothers, fuck it, kill them. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, the Dads, like, fuck it, kill them. Was it in the second one where he's like, he like hands her like a pen and paper? He's like, I'm going to need you to write down everyone you've ever had sex with. And he's like real calm about it. And he's like, because I need to kill them. Like, this is the <laughs> list of me, men I need to kill. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Would you mind jotting that down for me for a moment? I've got some business to attend to. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. One of the scenes, I'll go in book two, because it's actually been a while since I've read book one. Mm-hmm. Um, and book two was more recently. Um, but book two, one of the scenes that kind of stuck out in my head, I actually made a TikTok about it that has like over 270,000 views. Um, Shit. <laughs> but- You're just like the TikTok Bridgerton, <laughs> freaking virtuous lies. You're like just the TikTok queen. But it's that scene where he literally removes all of the beds from the house except for the bed yeah except for the bed in their bedroom you know what i mean because she like refuses to to um i think this is i think it was right after yeah right after they got married uh, right after they got married and yeah basically the day after yeah and because she she sat on the ladder the night before yeah, she didn't. She wasn't going to sleep in the room with him, and he was just like, "I'd have to look up the actual words." But I was just like, "That scene, for whatever reason, like such so toxic." But I just, I loved every <laughs> yeah. bit. When she was like, "Where's my bed?" and he's like, "That's not your bed. Our bed is in here." And she's like, "Fine, I'll sleep on the couch." And he's like, "Be my guest." Go sleep on the couch. And she's like, you took the fucking couch. And he's like, I took the fucking couch. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely one of those parts that I absolutely loved. And again, I think some of the comments too that I got on TikTok was like, toxic. I love it. Like, <laughs> What is it with women and wanting that toxic energy? Hey. That's what I was I think saying. it's just in books. It's yeah. In- I was going to say. It like, is I've- just in books. Because yeah. Like I think. Like, I love my husband, but if he tried anything with me like that, I'd be like, you know what? I'd be like, there's the door. Like, I, I'll go <laughs> like, get up. Thank you very much. <laughs> See you later. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a safe way to explore, like, the kind of terrible side of people. Mm-hmm. There's no consequences. You're not a part of it. No. You're just like, oh my god, that's so romantic. Except <laughs> not- for Betty. Betty would, like, live in an MC and be stoked to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, say, real life. I say that as a joke, but like, if anybody ever tells me what to do, I'd lose my shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you would be like, you would be like one of those old bitches in a rickety chair on the porch, like, and your husband would come home on a bike and he'd try to tell you what to do, and you'd be like, "Shut up, bitch!" Like, you would... <laughs> Out of the books, and Lorenzo, beautiful man, like, obviously. I can see why he's so many people's like fictional boyfriends, but I've got a soft spot for Vincent, I think. Yeah, I think I do too, actually. Like more, a little bit more than Lorenzo, just because I like the like 
dark, broody, silent types. Like the quiet, <laughs> the quiet ones. The little and ones. the fact that he walks around with like a barbed wire in his pocket yeah. wrapped around his head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not fucked up at all. My vagina didn't flutter at all at that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and you're right. He, I think he definitely is your broody, more silent type. Like I'm, and he didn't really need to say a lot of things to get his point across. I think his actions in that book were kind of like, okay, yeah, we get it, mm-hmm. we get it. <laughs> I think I just prefer Lorenzo because I'm I'm so much more into like the really cocky, arrogant talk. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, but I love that Vincent. I kind of love that Vincent did have an insta love in a way, but like it was very silent to him and that he like knew the whole time. He knew the whole time. Yeah. That she didn't fuck his brother. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, he was like, I'm waiting for you to tell me that I'll fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me and I'll fuck you. And she lost her virginity on a concrete table. Beautiful. Shit, yeah. Hmm. Very uncomfortable. Uh, she was too caught up in the in the hormones to notice all that tension. <laughs> all that tension cushioned her ass. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about our least favorite parts. It's like I hard. Remember this. One. I just like don't know if I have any because it was just such <laughs> an it was just such an easy read. Like everything flew very quickly into another and there was like this constant upheaval of like enough drama to keep you entertained but like not so much drama that it was like frustrating to read like our last book yeah so it was it was just easy it was just easy and I found myself just like reading and then looking up and it'd been like two hours and I had no idea I'd been reading that for that long and then like I'd just keep reading and all of a sudden like I've finished this book and I'd be like no I can be done there has to be more (laughs) <laughs> Where's the rest of this book? Like, I'm not done reading it yet. Like, I'm not done with these characters. Like, I, I need more of them. That's... I think that was my, the beef that I, the only beef that I had was that only two books in the series are out. So we're just yeah. going to have to keep on waiting and waiting. Because I'm assuming, because they set up quite a few people now, I reckon, to get their own books. So I'm like, yeah. I can get I'm excited. Me. They brought in Dante in the last book, and I'm excited mm-hmm. for his psychotic meltdown when he finds yeah. his chick. I want his Like, book, I really yeah. want to know what he's going to do because I feel like he's very. Who's the crazy little bird guy in Den of Vipers? Uh, um, I can't remember. Do you remember who I'm talking about? The one with the knife? Yeah. Who really liked the blood play, and he used to call her Little Bird? Wes? Wes? I don't know. Whatever his name know. is. Dante gives me those vibes where he's like happily psychotic. He's like, yeah, <laughs> here's my knife. I'm looking forward to, I reckon they've, they've set Diego up to have one. Who's like the real silent, creepy guy. Maybe I'm that's really what I'm talking about. Is it Maybe Diego? Is so the one, Maybe it's the Diego. creepy one that like was like, I'm, I'm, um, I'm loyal to G because I'm loyal to you. Yeah, that's yeah, Diego. Yeah, that's Diego. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Not da- fuck Dante. I want Diego. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, I was like, Dante did kind of have like a breakdown, but I think he's more sad than psychotic. Oh no, Dante's the brother. Yeah. 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 I read this half an hour ago. Oh <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And I reckon we'll get one for Leonardo as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I so like, I think we'll, Leonardo, I think I will demand Leonardo, Diego, Dante. Um, and even their even their Gabriella's sister. Luna. Gabriella yeah, and Kat, Dante. Kat Luna. 
No, Katarina. Yeah, so like, no, Katarina. I want one for Luna because Luna had Luna. such a shit marriage with Bruno. Yeah. I think, yeah, they've just set this up beautifully. Yeah. So I'm. They're I'm, Australian I'm, authors, right? Yes. So yeah, I am. Two, two ladies. Yes, two ladies, Haley and Jenner. Um, I would propose, I almost would like to see Diego and Luna. That would be cool. Because Luna already has like a baby. So I could see him being like, you know, getting on that stepdaddy shit. I could see that because I reckon he'd be like so protective of a baby. Yeah. He'd be like, my baby. <laughs> Look <laughs> the, at my knife. <laughs> I have a funny story, Mel. When when Ola first messaged us, she was like, yep, Mel's going to come on and she wants to do these two books. So she just wrote, well, she just wrote Fractured Secrets, Hayley Jenner, and then she just wrote two chicks. So Betty and I instantly assumed that it was a lesbian novel. Because <laughs> 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 all she said was two chicks. And I was like, oh, cool. Mel's okay. recommended a lesbian novel. <laughs> oh my God. We've gone through this so many times. When I message things, it makes sense in my head. It makes <laughs> no sense. It was like, it was like three distinct messages. Fractured Secrets, Hayley Jenner, Two Chicks. I was like, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and then I wrote, they're Australian. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Do you have a least favourite part, Mel? Or, well, it doesn't have to be something negative, like something that you'd like to see even. Sometimes when we talk about least favourite parts, we talk about people that we hate in books and we love them. We love to hate them. Right, right. Um, yeah. I don't know that I have any of those. I mean, kind of like Betty, it was like, when I first, when I read the first book, it was just like, whoa, you know, like I just, it kept going. And next thing I know, you know, it's like a couple out, few hours later and I'm done. And I'm like, where's, I need the next one. I need the next one. Of course, when I read it, Fractured Secrets didn't exist yet. Oh. It wasn't out. And like, um, and so I was like, damn, like, I can't do this. Like, fuck, I want more <laughs> of this world. Like, they did such a good job with the world building, like, introducing us to the two characters in the first book, but building this kind of mafia world. And I haven't, I hadn't read mafia in a while. I kind of, you know, I get into my little grooves where I'll go from trope to trope. Um, so this, you know, it's been a while since I've read mafia and this one just, it was so great that I was like, my, my biggest complaint was that there wasn't another book. And then at the end of Fresh Fruit Secrets, my biggest complaint was that there wasn't another book. And so yeah. I, I, I was lucky enough to get an arc of Fractured Secrets only because I shamelessly DM'd Haley Jenner and was literally- They're about to get a DM from us. Just, in, <laughs> case, just in case you're listening, Haley Jenner, we're going to bring you onto the podcast purely to get the arcs. Yeah. And so I, I was literally like, I, I was going on a trip. And so I casually- I had asked them before that to send me an arc, like if it was ready, if I could get one, right? Like, and I'd have to pull up my messages to them, but I was going on a trip and I was like, so, you know, in case you wanted to know, I happened to be going on a five hour flight, you know, and, you know, <laughs> and if you had a book that you wanted to send me, I'm just saying I have time to read it kind of thing. <laughs> so that's, you know, again, my like you know so subtle way of acting and like I the way I discovered Haley Jenner was I actually met them at a signing in Vegas oh nice and I didn't actually like an idiot I didn't get a book from them at the time but Uh I was like okay I asked them the question like if I were to read one of your books which one would you 
suggest. And so they suggested virtuous lies. And so I was like, okay, I put it on my TBR. Like hindsight is 2020. And now I, I, you know, I was like, I could have actually bought the physical book, had them sign it because they were there. And I didn't Mm. do that because I'm an idiot. Um, (laughs) And then so like, you know, it was, it was, I think like a few weeks, maybe even a month after I had met them in person um, that I actually got into virtuous lies. And then I was like, son of a bitch, you know, like, (laughs) but yeah. And they are, by the way, the nicest people you would ever meet like they were so much fun to hang out with because we did hang out quite a bit like had drinks and stuff and like you know after like the events at the signing and Mm. and whatever so and if you guys are going to babe australia i am they will be there i don't know if they're attending as an author or attending as a reader but they will be at that event listen Um, hayley jenner if you want to go out get pissed at piermont the casino let me know we can go (laughs) i'm down god I'm down to talk about the book in person. <laughs> no, like I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah that's really good. I would, I would rate it on the same level as JT Geisinger's Queens and Monsters Ooh. for Mafia. Oh, that's very good Mafia series. Yeah, very I'd rate good. it same level. Yeah. yeah. But that yeah. Mafia series hits different because it's like three different mobs. And so yeah. it's like the world is just like so intricate and it's just it's oh but one thing I've always right one thing I've always noticed is the people that write the most like depraved taboo novels are like the bubbliest, sweetest, like <laughs> angels. <laughs> like and you meet them and I go like You're where like, does what's this going on in your head? Yeah, I'm like, where does this come from? Like I've just read like I don't know, like the worst thing that could ever be put on paper, like in terms of like not like quality obviously in terms of like topic and then I meet you and you're like oh you're so lovely like you're so sweet like (laughs) where did you where where did this game from (laughs) it's like when we met Kay Webster oh yeah Angel and she was just so like high pitched and happy and we were just like what the fuck (laughs) you write really fucked up shit and we love you (laughs) yeah yeah it's so yeah I, I think like I want to say, like, even romance authors. I don't want to say, all, like, romance authors. They really are special in the fact that, like, you know, mostly, thankfully, everybody, for the most part, that I've encountered, like, or interacted with as an author, whether I've met them in person or online, are really so genuinely nice. Mm. But, like you said, they write the most, sometimes they write the most fucked up scenes, and you just hate <laughs> like, it, and you're just like, like, who hurt you? <laughs> to write this scene but and and we as readers are constantly like and give us more like give mm-hmm. us more yeah man. yeah please yeah like is it is it more fucked up to write it or to like love it to, to enjoy it endlessly just, yeah. yeah it's great it's so good but they also um, just i'm just going to talk about romance authors no, a bit please, more because keep, something i've noticed keep going like they seem genuine. Every time you speak to them, they seem genuinely surprised that you love their work. Like, every time. Every time. Yeah. And you're like, like, really? Yeah. And I'm I, like, you sold 10,000 books last week. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? And I'm like, please, like, give yourself some credit. Like, this is one of the, like, best things I've ever written. And they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. I had no idea. And you're like, what do you mean? Like, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And like, you know, with Haley, with Haley Jenner, in particular, I was like, as soon as I finished the arc, okay, so I finished, it was an advanced copy, not even released yet, Fractured Secrets is the one I'm talking about. 
And I was like, okay, so I know you haven't even released this book, but when can I get the next one? (laughs) You know, no pressure. I was going to ask you if you knew when the next one was coming. I don't. I wish. I don't know. Um, And then I was like, you know, as I tend to be a bit of a stalker, like an author stalker, where I like want to know everything (laughs) about them, you know, like, is this their full-time gig? Like, where do they live? Like, where can I find them? All of this information. And I did find out that, like, Hailey Jenner, this is not their full-time. They would love for it to be their full-time gig, um, but they have, like, day jobs. And in my head, I was like, okay, that's got to change because... Well, I Sydney's need, expensive as fuck. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I need you to, like, write full-time because, you know, I don't need we a need day the books. job... Yeah, I don't need a day job getting in the way of me getting... Yeah. <laughs> this isn't about you. This is about me. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm on a mission to get everybody to read them because the book, one, the books are great, and two... So they can quit their day jobs and then just give us the words all day, every day. Yeah. Well, we're here to help. Yeah, we'll do it. Everyone read the fucking books because if you don't, Mel will come and find you. She's really good at stalking, (laughs) apparently. Yeah. And like, I'm not a threat in any means. Like, literally, you could, you know, like, uh, I can't fight you physically. (laughs) I will annoy (laughs) the hell out of you to the point where you're like, okay, I'm tired of listening to Mel. I'm just going to go read the fucking book. (laughs) Sometimes I feel so bad because I feel like I get so impatient for authors to release new books. But obviously in the romance world, there is a really high turnover between books. And sometimes I feel like I'm contributing to that culture. I feel bad. (laughs) Oh my God, do you remember what happened with Gemma Weir? She had the baby and people were like, congratulations, when's your next book coming out? We were like, what the fuck? She gave birth yesterday. Like, what is wrong with you? They're like, when do you start writing again? And she's like, I'm on six weeks maternally leave. Fuck off. Even Betty and I were actually talking about something yesterday for Tilly Cole. Oh, yeah. Subscribing on her Instagram that she'd had a really hard year. And people would be like, so sorry for you. When does the next Lord of London town come out? (laughs) Because she'd taken a break from writing because she'd had a really hard year. Yeah. That's just rude. It's rough. See, I have this thing where I really wanted to message Gemma about the new book and then what happened was and I think I explained some of this last week because it's her last one in the mountain men series and I was like fuck it's been like three months I've been patient okay because she drops it every three months so I message her but I couldn't find it on Amazon like through the website because Amazon has been fucking her sales and stuff so if you're wondering if it's out it's out so I went on Kindle and I looked it up and I had a full conversation with myself working out that it was coming out like three days later. And I was like, you can just ignore me. And she goes, well, that was nice. And then that was it. Nice. <laughs> so I was like, when is this fucking book coming out? Like, give me the goss. I need to know so that I can put it in my diary because when certain books come out, they're in my diary. And she doesn't do arcs. She doesn't do any of that shit. I begged her a million times for her books. She's like, no. I don't do arcs. Fuck off. I don't want to do that <laughs> shit. You have to wait like everyone else. Um, let's talk about favorite sex scenes. Oh. There's so many. There's but, so oh, many. That every single one of them were on par. Every like I was reading through it and I was like, how the fuck am I meant to choose? The dirty talk was mad. Mad. With the little liar and the fucking... Oh, yeah. Leonessa. Leonessa. Yes. <laughs> what did... Enzo Amore? Yeah. She what? would be um, Enzo Amore baby. That was her line. Uh, Enzo yeah, Amore yeah. baby. And I was just like, I... yeah, Enzo Amore baby, come to me. <laughs> I did quite enjoy when Gabriella lost her virginity. That sort of like 
on the 24 table. hours that they had together just the whole like sort of before things turned to shit again fucking good mm-hmm. fucking good or the first time they had sex after they got married yeah but they were all amazing they were all or, like, so the, good the, when they had sex when like after she was like after she was held hostage like when they were like saying goodbye on the couch yeah like, that was good like, every sex thing was amazing yeah <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, I'm just saying goodbye. And I was like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> this is really sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's too hard to pick when you have a book like this. Yeah. So like, and they were long sex scenes. They were. There was a lot and they were long. And the thing is, with the first book, I was like, this ended on a fucking sex scene. What the fuck? I was like, I've never read it. Like, normally it ends and they're like, oh, you know, and they were really happy and they were at a coffee shop, whatever. This one ended with his dick in her. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this is amazing. They, they were so... Oh, first book, when he's eating her out when he's on the phone. Oh, yeah, that's always a classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they bring it up again in the second book. Yeah, and I was from- like, this hits again. I love it because I know what's happening in the first book. Right? Yeah. Like, that's how you got to multitask. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, <laughs> I loved reading um, the first book and then the second book because the stories cross a little bit and you get perspectives from like other characters that you didn't have in the first book and that was like such an interesting like little take because you got other sides of phone conversations that you didn't have in the first book so you'd be like oh I remember that conversation and then you got the other side that you didn't hear and I was like that's so clever that's such a clever little detail so the the scene where why can't I remember I can never remember this is one of my issues I can never remember the female characters names like for the second Gabriella Close the book. The first in the first book, Bianca. 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 Thank you. B. B and G. Same as here. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, they just need an O name next, and then we're set. So there's a scene in the first book where Bianca thinks that Gabriella is with Vincent, and so we mm-hmm. see Bianca's perspective and POV from that. And then when you read the second book, then you actually see gabriella's pov when that scene happens so like what betty was saying earlier right like you kind of because the timelines are crossed you you get to see some different perspectives of how things went down from somebody else's point of view which i like um yeah it's and it'll be because and i think we'll see that hopefully we'll see that with leonardo's book when he gets a book and we'll see that perspective of when he gets told oh you're gonna marry Gabriella. And then he runs away. And then, and then what happens when he runs away? Yes, I know. Yeah. I know we found someone. I can feel it. I can feel it in my veins. I know it. I was thinking that the whole time. You're so right. I'm so sorry for interrupting. I just got so excited. <laughs> right? So now it's just like all of us, all of us just need to DM Ellie Jenner at this point. Like, by the way. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, also, there was one scene that wasn't like an explicit sex scene but it was when Enzo called Vincent and Vincent's like I'm eating and he's like go back to your dinner and he goes I didn't say I was eating dinner oh (laughs) yes yes I was like all right (laughs) let's just calm down here for a moment why am I heating up without there being any explicit sex yeah no the sex talk was just it was like written really well and it was just like so slow paced that it like made it like you were like sh- struggling in a good way. You were like, oh my god, wh- what? Just like I feel like the main female lead 
because he's like <laughs> he's like be patient like Lionessa and you're like I'm trying I promise like <laughs> like get to it <laughs> I quite liked as well like how in, during these six scenes it would like these six scenes would normally cover two chapters and it would switch perspectives halfway through fucking good because mm. then you get it, the same scene from two angles they're just Broke they're up. really good writers maybe like yeah Maybe it's like I'm, better having two people because you get like two perspectives within a book. Like a Lauren Christina kind of thing yeah, as well. Yeah. Amazing. And I'm curious to know, and I've not asked this question, now I'm going to probably ask them. Like who wrote what? Did they go yeah. chapter by chapter? Did they write certain character perspectives? Like, or did they, like how, yeah. I'm, Was I'm one now person I want description, the other dialogue? Because I feel like Betty and Jay are like that. Mm. Mm. One dialogue, one descriptive. Who's who? I, I can't write descriptive text, so I write there we dialogue. Are. Yeah, G is descriptive, the other is dialogue. Yeah. Because I can't write dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> it you... sounds like the most like the most stilted shit. Like the <laughs> shit that people would never say. Like really like formal and like <laughs> grammatically correct. I could literally talk Hi, about these books. How are you today? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. If I could talk about these books for the rest of my life, I will. Like, I oh, just yeah. want—I want to like shake people on the street and be like, "Let me tell you about a book." Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that—that that was literally me after I read, especially after I read book two, and because I was so feral for Lorenzo, I was literally <laughs> like obsessed, obsessed, obsessed for like days after. I just kept going back to the book and like, you know, um rereading certain lines that I had highlighted or certain scenes that I loved um yeah like it's just such good writing and I feel like you know not enough people know about Hayley Jenner and so when Ola messaged me I was like she's like do you have any books it was like an immediate yep it was immediate there wasn't even like the lines (laughs) didn't even pop up and the name just came up I was like okay well apparently that's what we're doing and then I was like is it gonna make me cry yes I remember because you love like crabbles Like in general, you love books that make you cry. So I was I, like, we're definitely yeah, gonna I end do. up fucking like, crying I, yeah, I from anything to, that she chooses. I tend to <laughs> yes, I gravitate towards those emotionally damaging books, and this one was a, kind of different, I think. And so, um, and even for me, because you know, after a while, like even for me, even though I read so much of the angsty reads, I do need to break every once in a while. And I think this one was like a really good departure like it wasn't not to say it wasn't emotional it wasn't like that mafia element and the the dirty talk and all of that stuff like definitely kind of just a departure from what I was reading so it was it was nice same for me because I read I read the confidence of wildflowers before I read these books and then that book was like really heavy and I was like I really hope these books aren't super heavy because I'm struggling (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Didn't you also recently read A Thousand Boy Kisses? I did, and that was heavy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I keep picking up like the mo- like I keep picking up books, being like, I can handle this, and then I read it, and I go like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I just I've got anxiety for you. Yeah, you shouldn't read The Confidence of Wildflowers. No, I know. I wouldn't survive it. It's an amazing. I book. predicted what was going to happen. Because I was like, I was like, I keep on saying, because people kept on saying it's like the saddest book they've ever read. And I told Betty, I was like, I think it's going to be this. And she was like, don't fucking spoil it. 
<laughs> I was like, well, if it's the saddest book they've ever read, it's only going to be like one of three things. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, let's talk anal and books. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just wanted to bring that up quickly because like there was anal in this book, mm-hmm. in the yeah, second book. Which, by the way, was really hot because he's like, I'm not going to make you come. And then he's like, please come. Because he was like, like, I feel bad now. Now you can come. Um, And how some authors do it authentically and other ones are like, they're just going to come a million times from the first time. I think this one was a bit of an inauthentic one because not only did he like not prep her at all, like only just barely at the time. And apparently he has this like monster cock because they all do because it's fucking romance novels. But Vincent did it. They didn't really mention his monster cock in the first book. Did they? No. I don't know. I feel like it's all assumed. Always like what you assume, yeah. But like at least in this one, like they a... were like monster cock, like literally. Yeah, yeah. the piercing. Yeah. Oh yeah, like he had a piercing. Ball. I forgot. He that. did have a piercing. Yeah, the barbell. Yeah. The t- have you read Nick's by Serena Ackroyd, Mel? I have. I it's been terminated so dick that I'm like trying to remember the book, but I have read it. Um, Do you remember terminated dick? How he had like piercings all the way up like and he could Jacob's only fuck until a certain piercing yeah because if he went too far then it would like destroy apparently uteruses around the world oh my god <laughs> <laughs> at that point i'm just thinking like what the fuck <laughs> like that's not worth it like that's that's not fun that's like a workout every time you want to have sex well anyway going back to the original like topic apparently Ola you always do this like you always bring something up and you go like it's not accurate and I'm sorry but I don't read a romance book to be like all right let's go through like three <laughs> weeks of like accurate prepping for this particular act like I don't, I don't it's not it's not my particular interest like it's meant to be like fantasy Maya it's meant Banks, to be real. Rush have you read Maya Banks anyone here Rush no, no but I do okay. have Rush on my TBR okay so it's fucking good Okay, great series. But in the first book, he like preps her for ages, but he makes it hot. And then plugs and shit. All of it. And then the brother walks in. I don't know if you remember this, Mel, when he's fucking her in that ass and she's hogtied. And she was prepped for it. (laughs) Jesus. I feel yeah, I'm probably gonna need to reread those. Those are literally like oh like I think I read that series. And I have it somewhere here. Like I have the paperbacks. I read them oh in paperbacks, so like before I even knew what ebooks were. Yeah, that's yeah, they're lo- old. That's how long ago I read those? And I think it was because I found them in like a box set or something. But they're yeah, they're somewhere. Yeah, I haven't read those like, whew, probably like almost a decade, maybe. If they were if been yeah. out that long. Yeah, I think they were released like eight nine years ago. Yeah, so it's it's been yeah. a while since I've read it. Now you're making me want to reread them. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. The it only thing cool, that I yeah. dislike about it is that it's in third person because everyone knows that I fucking hate third person, but I'll read it for this Firebank series. Yeah, if, if nice. some like in some third per- third POVs, which is kind of when I first started reading romance, I feel like that's what all a lot of them were, that third POV. So yeah. they're done really well. You don't even notice that they're third mm. POV if they're done well. Um, but yeah, like with I'm with Betty here in the in in the fact that like yes, is some of it like realistic 
thought necessarily. Am I reading it because I want realistic? Like, is the fact that he's a mafia guy and there's an arranged marriage, <laughs> that, none of it is, that's not realistic. That's like, what I, mean. I, like, I don't. That doesn't screen. bother me. What bothers me is that he spit in her ass and put it in and I was like, oh, okay. okay. I was in pain when I read that. I was like, that's not right. My like, point that is like, doesn't feels comfortable. Who cares? Like, nobody's like, it's the same with like, the concept of like virginity in these novels. Like, nobody's first time is like, angels and flowers and roses it's like awkward they fully mentioned that in the second book too when luna comes they up do. to her and she's like but have you watched porn have you watched porn because like not nah, and you're not gonna come the first time it's fucking shit and they just like look at each other like, like i want i want to live in a false world where men kill people for you and life is good like i don't I know yeah, and, and lube is not necessary exactly yeah. <laughs> everything's clean like you finish the act, you go to bed, you don't wake up feeling disgusting and sweaty. Like just, I, I want all the good parts of a relationship, and these are what these novels bring to you. You never have your period. Uh, yeah, never, yeah. and you never take a shit. Yeah, ever, <laughs> ever. And when you have your period, the guy that you're with is fucking obsessed with you. Yeah, and he'll fuck you yeah. all so, the yeah, time and then, anyway. And then you, get, and you get blood play anyway at some point. Yeah. So like, yeah. Even, even so he's like, this is my moment to shine. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah, God. no, I can't. When he spit on her ass and put it in her, especially with the barbell, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm in pain. I'm in yeah, pain I didn't right read now. that bit with a bit like a. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I did not feel like I was. I'm uncomfortable for you, babe. Like, I, mean, I can just imagine the damage. Like, you're not going to be able to shit for a week, but they don't mention that in any of these books. <laughs> Jesus. And you say I'm like, pedantic. only. With anal, I am pedantic when it comes to books because there are some that do it really well. And I'm saying, read Rush, Maya Banks. Like, do it homework. Read Rush, Maya Banks, if you have the time, and then see how it's done. Okay, I'm moving on from this topic. Mel, <laughs> before we go, do you want to spotlight any authors or books? that you're like, everybody needs to read these right now or everybody needs to look up this author. Hit us up. So we can have some, we need some more, we need some more recommendations. We need more, okay. Other than what we were talking about today, obviously, because Hayley Dyer is amazing. And everybody that's, if you're, when you watch or listen to this, you need to go pick those up. Um, Mm -hmm. Immediately. Let me just, let me. I'm going to message everyone I know now and be like, hey, read this book. Like I'll message my priest. You don't have a priest, you're Jewish. No, but my mum does. And I, have my phone. I am, I'm just going through my, like, I'm still on my, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to recommend you guys something that is completely out of, was completely out of my wheelhouse. You guys are even, it's a rom-com. It's a oh. pure rom-com. Ooh. And I am not I am listening. a rom-com person at all. Not that there's anything wrong with rom-coms. I just, as you all know, I gravitate towards the emotional, the angst, like, give me that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I did read a rom-com uh, in the last month. It's called Meet, Hate, Love. Ooh. And I have been posting about it as well. I think one of my posts was, because I tend to be very vague posting about books, and then it drives people crazy, but I'll, like... <laughs> say what I'm doing like I'll read something and I'll love it and I'll post something about it but I won't say the name of the book because I like to torture people (laughs) and so my post my first post about this book was I am currently reading a book about a traveling dick 
(laughs) (laughs) So that's what I'm going to say about this book. But it was one of those. So uh, this book. Is it by Stevie J. Cole? Stevie J. Cole, yeah. Yeah. And so this book literally was sent to me. I got a message saying, I sent you a book. And I was like, okay. So, um, so I decided to read it. I like, and the only thing that they told me was that it was really funny. And I was like, okay. And in my head, I was like, I don't really do rom-coms, but I'll try it out. And it was one of these books that like, it's like, I didn't know that I needed to read in my life. Like it was one of those things where it's like, okay, this is so refreshing. And I couldn't stop laughing. Like I read the whole thing. Like, and it, and as far as realism goes, like, forget it. Like, this book was so over-the-top <laughs> ridiculous, but it was so funny that it was, like, I, I needed a good laugh, right? Like, Was it kind of like Sam Allen's OTT? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah I would agree. It's like Sam Owens OTT. So if you do, like, Sam Owens, like, uh, or those over-the-top, like, absolutely ridiculous. Like I said, it's, it's like, the I'm premise- reading the blurb right now, and it's actually quite funny. Just right? the blurb is like, hilarious. And I can't remember. I didn't read the blurb, so I don't know um, if it mentions the fact. It doesn't mention his traveling. I'll yet. read it. I'll read okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an act of hysterical blackmail between two work enemies kicks off this flirty and utterly ridiculous laugh out loud romantic comedy from a USA Today bestselling author, Stevie J. Cole. Shout out, Stevie. I hate Vance Morgan, my arrogant office mate, more than anyone in the world. And yet there I was on a Paris bound flight cramped in a small space by a six foot four arrogant frame. And why? Because after the sexy thieving bastard stole my dream assignment, I found out he had a lonely fans page. (laughs) I have heard about this, the lonely fans thing. Um, one dedicated to pictures of his man meat stick in front of world monuments. So I did what any rational woman in my situation would do. I blackmailed his hot ass swindling ass. The problem was he blackmailed me right back. And thanks to him and his can't lose attitude, we ended up stuck together, traveling around Europe while coming up with tips and tricks on how to survive vacationing with someone you hate. Easy. Like I said, I despise the man, or at least I thought I did. After a few days of tiny hotel rooms and steamy tension, Everything between us came to a head. A really big, massive, enticing head. Now the, <laughs> only the tip I'm desperately seeking is how to survive falling for my used-to-be enemy. Oh, like, I God. love that he's got a big dick already, like we know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, it was just, it, like, from the very beginning, it was really funny. And the banter in it is hilarious. Not just between the two ma- main characters, but there's, like, a her bestie in there who's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but yeah, and like you know, I love a good side character. Yeah, she she was. It's like in um, say you swim, Megan Brandy, the chick. What's her name? Side character. She was amazing. Lexi. Oh yeah, she was fucking hilarious. Like I can't wait yeah. for her book. Which one? Hey, by the way, Mel. Uh, in say you swear, the side chick. The her, the main her best friend. Ari's best friend. Is it Lexi? I can't remember her name. Ari's our Ar- Ar- Ariana's best friend. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. She was she, yeah. The um, one that was into her brother. Yes. Yeah. Is she getting a book? I. You know what? I don't know. I. Uh, you I, so I, know. I swear to you. <laughs> you so know. We know you know. I don't know if she's. Look at a- the smile on your face. No, being I, like I, I don't know anything. I can tell you. I. I swear that I don't know. I don't know if she's getting. I know Mason is getting a book. I know Chase eventually will get his book. I know that Bra- Brady, 
Brady will get his book, but I don't know if she's. I honestly don't know if she's getting her book. I really want to get you, a book. You could just like slide a fifty dollar note across the table with a little note that says like write a book about this character, please. We'd much <laughs> appreciate it. We'll transfer you the money just in case. Yeah, I mean, Ola, you can harass her in. in oh, I will. At <laughs> babe too, right? So she'll be there. Oh yeah, I know. I will see you there. Yeah, you will. Yeah, mate. I'm gonna. I'll take you on a tour. Yeah, can you get me a signed me. copy of Say You Swear, please? I Let's, sure fucking can. I still think about that book every single day. Yeah, so <laughs> I think about it a lot, and I think about how much I hate Chase a lot. Like, I think one of our first, like, uh, what's it called? Of T-shirts. Yeah. Merch. Our first piece of merch should be, I hate Chase. Probably. <laughs> I don't know if he could be, like, I don't know. I don't know if I read his book, if I'm going to love him. I... Oh, I don't know because I uh, the redemption thing got me after I read the Cinderella series by Kay Webster and the tr- the triplets, and then I read their redemption duet. Fucking amazing! I haven't read. They tried so to good. rape her. Like, how can you? How I know, you... but it's just they were redeemed. It's Kay Webster. She can do anything. I really want to read it, but like, I'm terrified of reading it. Oh, speaking of redemption, because you say that, and like, you were asking for books to read. Now, th- this is like. I don't know if I've, I've told you or if you've read these books. Alison Rhymes, I want to say is her name. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, now I'm going, now there's cheating in book one, like full on, like straight up. And you will literally hate some of the main characters, some of the side characters. And then there's a book two that literally is the other woman from book one book oh shit we've been looking for a good cheating book and it's yeah. like the ultimate and like redemption books are so hard to do i think especially when that character has done such wrong in a previous book and like um it was one of the best redemption like by the end of book two i was like hating everybody else other than that other woman. Like, oh, nice. the craziest so thing. So, um, Alison Rhymes, book one is called Brutal Play, I think. Mm. And then book two is called, hmm, let's see. I'm trying to find the books on my Kindle right now. Oh, book two is, is Brutal Play. Okay, book two is Brutal Play, and um, then yeah. book one is called... Broken Play? Broken Play, there you go. So Broken nice. Play, and you have... So I suggest reading those in order, so Broken Play mm-hmm. first, and then Brutal Play, but yeah, like... Oh my god, I love the blurb again. Mistress, whore. That's how it starts. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> You're literally, oh, like... Yeah, as soon as I read book one, I was like, I don't know if everybody's gonna like this one, because it was just, like, she dared to go to that you know, I think cheating is a huge no-no for a lot of trigger. people. It is a yeah. trigger. Massive. Like, you I would think it's... that blood play would be a bigger trigger, but it's actually cheating is the biggest yeah. trigger for people. Like, mm. so many times you'll see, like, people being like, no triggers, but cheating. And it's like, no triggers. Like, there's some fucked up shit in romance novels, like, except for cheating? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. We had right? a friend like that. Remember? Mm. Yeah. Oh work. yes. Yeah. Yeah. We did. And we couldn't read yeah. any cheating 
books because it, they were like, I, I can't do it. And I'm like, I don't get like who it's fake. Like I spoke to Sam yeah. Hall about this the other day because she released a new book. It's amazing. Bears in mind. And people are shitting on her books because they're not real enough, but she does Omega verse like yeah. wolf verse shit. Like how are they, how is that meant to be real? <laughs> it's Australia yeah, in a dystopian really. land. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's not real. <laughs> Um, we're going to wrap this up before Ola goes on a bizarre tangent about yeah, well. something else. <laughs> <laughs> we are reading next week, we are reading A Soul to Keep and A Soul to Heal by Opal Rain. And it's a monster one that I've already read and it's my pick. Because mm. I just really feel like we need to bring some more monsters and fantasy into this um, little bubble we've got going. So I'm making that my mission this year. I read the first chapter of that book and it took me an hour to read the first chapter last time. When well, we that's tried to just read it. ridiculous. I just, I, I already know that I'm going to struggle through this duet. He doesn't have a face. Like he's I know, just that's like what I hate about it. He's just a skeleton. He's just got a skull. He's got no face. It's so exciting. But like people I lose their the mind one. about this series on Bang. Because it's amazing. It's got like a, yeah. It's, yeah. I think it's pretty fucking good. Mm. I have not read it yet, but and um. But yes, I do see it all over in that group. You would. You'd know which yeah. one it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because like people fucking lose their minds about this book. And I'm Dude, like, why? It's just the concept. <laughs> it's so, so good. good. I yep. loved it. I'm, How does he make out with her? Uh, he has like a big tongue. <laughs> no! tongue. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! There, are, like, there are like sex scenes where he's like giving her a head, but he's got this huge tongue and it's like inside of her and like moving around. Oh, I'm gonna watch. I, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch the podcast just so I can see all of it. Yeah, I'm already so disturbed. It's so good. No. I love that we're doing that. We're doing this these books on the back of talking a lot about realism and all of getting hung up on anal prep. <laughs> no, but like I feel like you can't fuck with anal. And he has like a weird penis as well. There's like, oh. tentacles around it. Okay, I can deal with weird penises. Like, weird penises yeah. don't freak me out, but it's the mouth thing. Like, I can't do the mouth thing. You might surprise thing. yourself. You should open your mind it's a little good. bit more. It's like a, it's like a really, like, gentle, loving book. Yeah, well. like, such a sweet Ever book. since I started this podcast, I have opened my mind so much. <laughs> At the beginning, I was like, I fucking hate fantasy. Don't bring it near me. Fantasy mm, queen. That's fucking true. love it. Give me all of it. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, give, I'm giving you one. <laughs> Two. But with the tongue. You'll like them. <laughs> You'll like it, Tracy. It works. I don't know how the fuck she pulled it off, but it works. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're reading next week. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. It is exciting. We're going to bring Mel Thank back you. in a few months again to choose a different book. Yeah. Wow, yeah, we will. be ready. Your books yeah. are so good. Right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you choose, we're like, okay. We know that we're going to enjoy ourselves. <laughs> Instant, oh, yes. And if you don't, want to read it i'm just gonna annoy you until you do anyway so perfect that's true <laughs> you know that you can just message us like in between and be like hey have you read this book by the way and we'd be like mel told us to read this book so we're not gonna do the podcast for two weeks because we have to read this book okay. i will next time yeah next book that i have then i'm like the girls have to read this i yeah yeah you'll see me in your dms perfect okay. amazing all right well thank you everybody for joining us and thanks mel it was good to see you again. It's yeah. always great coming back here. I enjoy talking with you guys, and it's always, it's always a great time. Nice. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team. Thank you.